get ready for the journey of a lifetime. Omega Metroid is excited to launch a new series exclusive to our Patreon channel, The Great Metroid Area Ranking. Our mission is simple. We are going to rank every single area in the Metroid series two at a time. Join us on our Patreon as we delve into all the different locales across this amazing series and get in on the action by helping dictate what areas we rank next. The Great Metroid Area Ranking is available to all Omega Metroid tier patrons. Join us on this incredible adventure and help us decide for the final time which Metroid area is the greatest of them all. OmegaMetroid.com's Patreon is the home to the Great Metroid Area Ranking, ROM Hack Reviews, The Spateri Show, and so much more. Consider signing up today and see you next mission. Zeldacast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri. I am not joined by Alison Aletha. She is enjoying Scotland right now, but I am joined by the crew over at Omega Metroid. I have got Dakota Lasky. I've got Lilith. How are we doing, guys? You excited for your... I guess this isn't your ZeldaCast debut, Dak, but kind of, sort of, since you've done the trivia episodes. But Lil, this is your this is your debut. Good to have you guys with me. Thanks for, for doing the show with me today. Yeah, I'm excited. You can flip Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a fun show. We're just, just going to talk a little General Zelda, hear some different voices and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And uh, I mean, since we're here, since we're plugging the Omega Metroid guys anyways, you can check out the Omega Metroid podcast every week where we talk all things Metroid. It's like the sister show to this show, uh, except we talk Metroid, which is a lot of fun. And Dak and I have been doing that for, God, three years now. Maybe... Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know what is time, but it, it's been a it's been a long fun road. So, uh, yeah, it's uh it's good to have you guys over on this side. Feels like a long time coming, and it feels like like I feel like most of our crew over on that side are like Zelda fans to an extent, like uh, some more so than others, and and whatever. And and I think you guys are are pretty big Zelda fans, so it feels like uh it feels like a a hand in a glove, I guess you would say. So. Yeah, we have a we have a good show for today, and man, we are only a couple weeks away from Tears of the Kingdom. It feels like we've been waiting for this game for absolutely forever. So we'll get to that in just uh, in just a little bit. But uh, I guess first and foremost, maybe what we should do is is tell your guys' origin story, so to speak, to uh, to our our ZeldaCast uh, audience here. Lilith, let's start with you. You're a big oh Zelda fan. How did it start? What's your favorite? And uh, Let's just leave it at that for now. Uh, when I was a kid, my uncle worked at uh, GameStop, um, and he had access to like one of like the the GameCube, um, the disc that came with both uh, Master Quest and Ocarina. And it I, that was my first Zelda game. I didn't get to enjoy it on the N sixty four, unfortunately. But um, that was my first introduction into that. He brought it home, and my dad and I just played that. And I, uh, that's my absolute favorite Zelda game. Ocarina is the best. So, did you? Yeah. So did you try Master Quest first, or did you do like base game? We started base because my dad's like, oh, I don't know if we were ready for that because I was a kid, and he's just like, I'm like, what are? You? 
Okay, I see. I see that. I see. Okay. I was gonna I say, like that. Starting <laughs> with Master Quest might be might be a bold play, but uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. Ocarina is my favorite game. Literally, just my favorite game. So, uh, what about you, Deck? Um, so I did start out with with Zelda on on the N sixty four. So I already knew, I guess, about like Zelda because I played Smash Bros and Links in that. So I knew what Zelda was. But I think my first Zelda game was Majora's Mask. Um, I think that was the first one I ended up like owning myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up getting Ocarina of Time afterward. So it's no surprise that Majora's Mask is still my my favorite Zelda game. But I remember, and this I guess it's like weird looking back on it, but one of the janitors in my elementary school gave me a guide like um, <laughs> for Majora's <laughs> Mask. He was like friends with like like my parents and like he like knew like people on the PTA and whatnot. Um and yeah, I ended up getting a guide from him and I, so I played it a lot and I played at my friend's house and that's what got like, got me like really hooked into Zelda. I ended up playing Ocarina of Time afterward and I always preferred Majora's Mask mm. because that felt like so unique and Ocarina of Time is like a straightforward kind of fantasy story, which is fine and it's and it's awesome, awesome game and I love that game too. And eventually, I ended up playing Wind Waker, another favorite Zelda game of mine. Um, but Majora's Mask is, is where it started. I yeah. guess technically Smash Bros. is where it started because I knew of Link from that. And that was also like why I got into like Metroid through Smash Bros. That's how I learned of who Samus was from that. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's kind of my origin story. But it was N64. Um, that was where a lot of like the first games I ever played were on the N64, so I started off with those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny how, like, your first Zelda game tends to, like, be your favorite going forward. And I probably, like, I would say the first thing about Metroid, too. Like, my first Metroid game is still my favorite Metroid game, uh, which actually I yeah. also found out through Smash. So, um, go figure. Um, so, yeah, so so you guys are, are Zelda fans, and we don't get to talk a lot about Zelda, a little bit about Zelda on, the, on Omega Metroid, but not a lot, so... I, you know, we've kind of talked a little bit in our Discord, like, here and there about the big day, which is coming up. And, of course, I'm referring to uh, the, the imminent release of Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Lilith is is shaking her hands over there <laughs> in anticipation. Um, I, I'm going to, I want your guys' opinions on, on Tears of the Kingdom. Then we're just going to answer some, like, general fun Zelda questions after that. But, like, so, with, with Tears of the Kingdom, and, and maybe I'll start with you, Dak, um, I, I, for the last couple months, like I think that we've been on kind of the same page. Where I, you know, obviously I love Breath of the Wild. It's one of it's one of my favorite games. It's one of the best Zelda games. It's one of the best games I've played in a long, long time. Um, it's it's just amazing. But that being said, I wasn't overly excited. Not that I wasn't overly excited, but like if there was something missing for the longest time from Tears of the Kingdom. And, and, and I couldn't quite place my finger on it. And, and maybe it was just the lack of detail that we knew actually knew about the game. Maybe it was like seeing the same world, like kind of revisited. And I think that was probably in large part. Um, it, it just, there was something that was kind of missing from it. And I, and I kind of held on to that. And I think that you were kind of of the same opinion until that last trailer dropped. Um, I guess it was been like two weeks ago now that kind of like, uh, confirmed the the return of Ganondorf. Confirmed all these, these mysterious characters. Showed us the different tiers in the game. Showed us a little bit more of like what actually this game is is all about. Where I guess maybe take us back. Like where 
where were you when Tears of the Kingdom was announced? How did you feel about it, like, kind of coming up, like, you know, during that long, 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 long uh, release window? And then where are you on it today in, in what is now, like, three weeks away from the game dropping? Um... Well, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I don't remember where I was when Tears of the Kingdom was announced. No, not not uh, like literally where you were, but just like where your I, head was at with it. Like you know, like what? Okay, cool. More Breath of the Wild, like another adventure. Um, I know where I was. Uh, also. Well, I yeah, I don't know where I was physically, mentally. Yeah, I was excited for more Breath of the Wild. I think, and and you know this, I've talked about it on I think on the dis on our Discord, and I think on our show as well. Um, over on Omega Metroid, that the thing about Breath of the Wild for me is I really like the gameplay, but it felt kind of like shallow and hollow in terms of like a story and, and plot. And that's kind of what I wanted from Breath of the Wild 2 at the time. So I wanted something that had that like the the more like density in terms of like character development and actual story happening presently in the game, not like yeah. flashbacks to stuff. So that's what I that's really all I wanted. Like everything else could have really kind of been the same for me. So the I guess the announcement and a lot of the time leading into Breath of the Wild 2 uh, and eventually Tears of the Kingdom didn't really like address that for me. Like I, we saw gameplay, but no idea what the game is actually about or what's happening. So I was kind of like, OK, like I'm excited, but I'm waiting to see what happens. Um, and then there was the gameplay demonstration that came out a few weeks ago, right? That was about mm -hmm. like a month or so ago. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, because I feel like it was like. Um, the announcement of the game, nothing for like two years. And then that like three weeks ago. And then like and then the trailer we got like 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, So the gameplay demonstration came out and that I thought was cool, but nothing in that was like, oh, I have to get the game now. Um, I thought the fuse mechanic was really awesome. I think that's a really cool like step. Like it's a good way to address like the like uh, durability economy of like stuff in the game. And also, like, a cool, unique, like, spin on, like, changing up the combat. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, Ultra Hand looks cool, though I feel like putting vehicles together is going to get, like, kind of boring after a while. Unless you're going, like, really nuts with some of these designs. Um, Ascend is cool, but, like, that's, like, you're jumping to the top of a cliff. Yeah. That's not, like, you know, nothing super innovative, but awesome. So from that, I was like, okay, nothing, like, like game-breaking stuff. Not incredibly innovative, but, like cool awesome changes but like nothing mm -hmm. i was like nothing must have so then this new trailer came out and what i really needed was and i don't know how in depth you want me to go on, it, on go in depth trailer. i mean hit it because i don't want to talk for too long i want Lilith to jump in as well but oh you'll have um, your chance don't worry <laughs> okay okay so the trailer what i needed was like okay the the hook of like a nice awesome story and i still don't know what is happening really which i guess is fine not entirely supposed to know everything that's happening but i still don't really know like what's entirely happening aside from the fact that ganondorf is back and we got to save zelda um there's some new champions which i guess you fight alongside them at one point i one of i think at one point there's a cutscene, but at another point it kind of looked like it was in game i don't know almost that's kind of neat Almost it it did like they're the champions for or they're the new champions from Breath of the Wild, but they yeah, did kind of look like they were more um, less of a they, they were more participating in the story and the action in this one. Yeah, and and the old game, the previous game, didn't really like get me super sold on the the champions. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. that's I don't really care about the characters. But, like that's cool. Um, 
The music, awesome. Really great. I feel like the Switch has, like, there's so many awesome games in the Switch that have incorporated, like, the saxophone into orchestra music, which just works really well. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting for Zelda. It's such a, like, something I never expected. Really cool. Um, a lot of awesome gameplay shots, like the cart, like the mine cart, like fights and, and you know, uh, PUBG, like Fortnite diving onto stuff and <laughs> like throwing stuff in midair. Like it was awesome. Awesome. A lot of cool gameplay stuff in there. But wow, um, I am not a fan of the voice acting. It is um, almost it is almost off putting, not off putting. Maybe I'm over exaggerating, but I really don't like it. Um, okay. Not a huge fan of the voice acting, and the story elements kind of just feel very, again, generic to me. Like nothing very exciting or unique. I gotta go fight. Gotta go save Zelda again. I was, I was hoping Zelda would be playable in this game, to be honest. And the fact that she's not, it's kind of a not a letdown. I'm like, that's kind of a missed opportunity. Mm. I feel like Zelda being playable would been really cool. Um, I have a thought yeah. for you later on that. But, but so, yeah, like, like, would, would you say? Like you, you still need to be sold a little bit on on Tears of the Kingdom. Well, my overall that, that was the thing. My overall thing is after that trailer, I was like, "Wow, the game looks fun," but I'm not like dying to get the game. Yeah, that, it didn't fair. like it didn't set me over the edge of like, "Oh, this is must have." I'll probably still get it. Like I'm gonna end up. It's a Zelda game. It's probably gonna be fun. It's probably gonna be great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed Breath of the Wild one, but I wasn't like, "Ooh, that was." I know some people saw this and they were like, "That's the greatest trailer of all time." I completely disagree with that. But I thought it was really cool, really fun, really well put together. Some really well done, like, shots and, like, the, there's some epic, like, scale to this. So they hit some really awesome notes, like, tonally with this trailer. But, like, did it really sweep me off my feet? Personally, no. thought it was good, though, and I'll probably end up picking it up, but it wasn't, like, must-have territory for me. Okay, okay. I, I think that the this trailer did sell me, and I wouldn't... I couldn't say that I think it was better than, like... You remember, like, the original Breath of the Wild trailer in 2017, like, the story trailer? Like, that, that was... I haven't watched it in a while. I think that's the best trailer I've ever seen for anything. And, like, this this wasn't that, but it it sold me. I was really, really pumped. Um, Lilith, I guess, same question over to you. Like, you know, were you... Were you pumped when you first saw Breath of the Wild 2? Assuming you probably were. But then, like, how did that, like, weird process that dragged out for so, so long affect your hype and... And what got you back on track? Because I, I know that you are excited for for this game. I think um, because that I can't even remember. It's been such a long time now. Like I, the first trailer, that was that like that like thematic like they were in the caverns, right? Yeah, that was, that was yeah. the first one, right? Ah, uh, that was the cool. That to me, that was like that was so cool. I was. I analyzed that trailer, you know, I was like, you know, scouring it frame by frame, looking for references to other things, and just some, I, and it, I, I got so, like, just enmeshed in trying to figure out what the story was going to be, mm-hmm. and, and then nothing, like, they didn't, just never, and I just, I it got so, I don't want to say it was stale, but it's just so, I just, like, I got so obsessed to the point where I'm just, like, I gotta stop, like, there's nothing to be if we have talked oh we have to stop looking at like the shape of things guys <laughs> like, like ganondorf's ears yeah that was yeah oh my god don't yeah <laughs> um, I, yeah no i'm i'm one of those people where like i'm like what does it mean it's like yeah no um 
So, and with this last trailer, I mean, I, so with all of that, I kind of took, like, I don't want to say, like, I took, like, a step back, but I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, so excited every time they were, like, releasing new things and talking about new stuff going on. I did watch the, I was debating on watching the, uh, the gameplay, because I, I wasn't, like, I, I kind of wanted to be not, like, so much, like, surprised. I was gonna say, are I, you, or do you want to, like, go in blind to the game? Like, you, you I, watch the last trailer, right? Yeah, I did watch yeah. the last trailer. No, yeah, no. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I debated on watching the gameplay one, and after I watched that, and I, 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 I couldn't help myself, so I watched the last one, and yeah. so it, it's, I've gotten back to that, like, same level of hype that I was at, and it, like, not so much, but, like, because I don't want to go in with, like, too much expectation, you know? Uh, right. Because I... I like Breath of the Wild. I I could go so far as to say I love Breath of the Wild. Maybe. Um, it's a love hate relationship. Um, wow. Okay. I thought I'm I thought you I thought game. you loved Breath of the Wild. I love Zelda. Okay. That's a that's a that's a loaded. I love. Yes. This, this is a conversation <laughs> we actually have uh, in in Zelda Dungeon from time to time. Like, because yeah. I think most people love Breath of the Wild, but there are some people, and they're not wrong, that are just like. It's not a Zelda game, and thus, I, it's not, like, it's, what I want. And, and I can appreciate... I don't agree with that, but I appreciate it. I... Yeah, no, I don't so much agree with that either, but I appreciate that point of view. Like, I wanted more in-depth, like, dungeons. I love dungeons. Yeah. That's... that's. I yeah. love a good, hard, difficult dungeon. I love absolutely freaking out and having no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's not what any of the guard the no it wasn't no um hold on you left this yeah. out of your origin story but you got to tell us about your first time going through the water temple <laughs> or maybe we skip that <laughs> um it was it was it was maddening my dad um he had a habit of getting really mad when he got frustrated with video <laughs> oh no and so it took us a while. I'm pretty sure we took a break from that game for a while. <laughs> okay. we did. It was one of those things where I'm like, maybe we should um, play something else. Yeah, try something else. <laughs> so, so did this final the final trailer? Did it did it push you over the hump? Did you get there? You still kind of juries out? Oh no, I'll absolutely be. I didn't like pre-order anything. I wasn't just like not like I was with Dread, which is like super weird because like I that's a different that's a different story for another day. Mm. Um. But because I, I didn't like pre-order like the special, the, the special switch. I do. It does look nice. I kind of do want one. Yeah. But um, I pre-or haven't pre-ordered the game. So I mean, I will buy it. But I'm, I mean, absolutely will buy it. But I'm, I, I didn't. I'm not like I'm like not going to be day one buy it. But I mean, right. It, yeah. A, a few things about Tears of the Kingdom I thought that were weird almost and like kind of serendipitous because because you guys are here too but like i feel like not once but twice uh tears of the kingdom was actually like completely overshadowed by metroid and probably not to most people but like certainly <laughs> to me and probably to us where mm -hmm. like e3 2021 they had the right. first trailer for it in forever but like 20 minutes before and metroid dread was announced so it was like oh my god that that was the takeaway from from that to me and then um not even yeah, that I long ago. Where I was for that. Like, yeah, <laughs> I like, remember that till the end of time. Like, a couple, a couple, um, a couple months ago, I want to say in February when they when they showed a new trailer for it, and the new trailer was just kind of like one of those like, eh, like more more gameplay, but like no context to anything. And like the Metroid Prime Remastered was announced and I, again. It was like, oh my god, like 
Wow. So it's it's funny how that's happened. I'm waiting for like the third one to uh, to happen somehow. To be but, to be fair though, it was like Zelda had so much expectations and to get like a yeah. little bit of Zelda is like like it doesn't live up to that whereas like Metroid Prime Remastered, you know, it was remo- re- it was rumored it like was a surprise in the direct. It came out of nowhere and it looked awesome which and blew people away. Like it was available like that day too, which it was I also think helped immediately. Essentially, yeah, yeah, which was great. <laughs> so, so one thought I Loved had, part. Um, and it was forty dollars, which which I can't, I still can't actually believe. Yeah. I would have bet anything yeah, against I, that. But I uh, sure everyone that I live with was pretty mad at me that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so one thing that you said that I wanted to to follow up on, Dak, is is you watch that gameplay. Uh, with with all the new abilities and stuff like that, that presentation a couple weeks ago, and I made a remark, and I feel like a bunch of people kind of made fun of me for this, but I, I think it's true. <laughs> we're like, I I think if you were like really into gameplay, that trailer was probably super rewarding and fun for you. And and like when I say like into gameplay, like obviously we all want the game to be exceptional and good and stuff like that. But like I I kind of like I look at story, I look at atmosphere, I look at like all those other kind of things and i think if you're just like a strictly gameplay type of player which there's a lot of those that was probably just like wow awesome like i can do so much in this world now and and i think that that was that sold it for some people but yeah i, I was still kind of i don't know waiting holding on for something else so um i don't know that I, that struck with me yeah i i think for i don't know i've never been in a solely gameplay kind of person at least when it mm-hmm. comes to single player games when it comes to multiplayer games, I'm totally fine being a gameplay only person. That's fine. Right. But for a single player, like I really kind of need it to be fire in all cylinders for me to like really put the time in. Unless like there's one aspect of it that just is so good that it overshadows everything else. And I felt like, at least for Tears of the Kingdom, it didn't it didn't have that like one thing yeah. that like it doesn't matter how anything else is like I need it for that. Like I gotta play it for that one encounter or gameplay feature or whatever it is and it doesn't have that like killer app it doesn't have that killer feature that's really hooking me in i think that's the same thing with the story too and i understand that that kind of exists for other people i mean i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that see ganondorf at all and they're like that's it i have to play the game which i understand because like if a metroid game comes out and like ridley's in it like i'm almost guaranteeing you that i'm probably gonna play it regardless um not just my bias is like a Metroid fan. So I understand that for huge Zelda fans. I love Zelda, but like for Ganondorf to just to be there, that's not like, ooh, like I need to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a consideration if for the fact that if I liked his voice acting, I probably would feel that way. Unfortunately, I'm assuming he's in that trailer. That's the guy talking. That's the guy talking, um, which is funny because they have Matt Mercer doing his voice and he's a pretty prolific voice actor. Yeah. Again, I'm just not a fan of it. It doesn't sound to me what I think would be a good Ganondorf, so well, d- it d- didn't work for me. You know what it is, too? We, we've had the privilege of talking to a couple of voice actors from um, from Breath of the Wild, and I, 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 think, I think their work is good, um, but there are limitations where, like, they all record separately, and they send in their lines, and there's no... You can't... Right. And, and maybe that's usually how it's done. I'm not sure, but I, I do feel like it does come across a little bit like that, like they're reading a line, reading a line, here's my best take. Yeah, I think there's an aspect of it of that's how it's being directed, and also that's how it's being written. I mean, yeah. I think my problem too is the lines from the trailer like are like not great um, in terms of writing. Kill them all. So they don't have a lot to work with. I so I don't. And I, again, so that's what I'm not saying like I'm not saying it's bad because like they're talented voice actors. That's fine. 
Also, can't explain why Zelda has a British accent, but nobody else does, despite everyone being from the exact same location. But, you know, we'll, we can hand wave that. That's fine. Sounds like, cool. why did, Zelda has a British accent, but nobody else does? Maybe Link does. I don't know. Link does not. Link doesn't have a British accent. We, well, we don't know that. He doesn't say anything. I guess King also, Rome doesn't. I mean, I guess, but like all the other characters around her, like don't have. I don't know. That always uh, bothers me. But anyway, I don't know. Like, like I said, like I, I'm not the biggest fan of it, but um, if people are fine with it, that's cool too. But it doesn't get me excited. Right. So, so we've been bandying back and forth, Allison and I, a couple, a couple theories, a couple thoughts here that I want your guys' opinions on. And I, I want to touch on something that you said, which was regarding a playable Princess Zelda. So uh, a couple of years ago, lots and lots and lots of rumors that you were going to be able to like fully play as Zelda. And then Age of Calamity came out, kind of added fuel to that fire. Kind of looks like at this point might not be the case. Because I, I, think, I think that if that were to be true, you would have seen it by now because it would be a major selling point. I, I would think, right? Like, but then again, Nintendo has done like everything completely opposite of what I would have done with Tears of the Kingdom. So I, maybe it's not true. But I was almost wondering if like, and Dak, you'll appreciate this. In the first Paper Mario game for the N64, you know how there's like, it's broken into chapters and at yep. either the end or the beginning, you, you play just like a little snippet as Princess Peach. And yeah. I was almost wondering if maybe it's going to kind of be the same thing here. Because like, there have been, like, bits and pieces before in Zelda where you've got to play as other characters, like a Majora's Mask or, I guess, to a lesser extent, commanding uh, Medley and Makar in, in Wind Waker. I I don't know. I, I, I certainly don't think it's very likely. But I, I'm also not willing to, like, completely 100% rule it out. Um, because there is, like, there's a line in the trailer that Zelda says something along the lines of, like, this is something only I can do. It's probably just referring to something in the story. But I, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe they could pull like a Metal Gear Solid Two on us uh, here. I, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think of that? Um, I've never really. Been, I mean, it would be cool, but I've never been like, oh, that's like amazing. That would be like that's game breaking for me. Like a, the buy or not buy for me. Like it'd be cool, but I mean, I I've never been a big fan of Zelda hmm. as a person, which is that's <laughs> that's a load. That's okay. That's uh <laughs> wow i'm not a big fan as a person oh, oh here wow. we go <laughs> very personal towards Ex this fictional character explain yourself <laughs> i don't know i i guess i like i i made a tweet the other day saying about uh, talking about how i was talking to like my husband and my brother-in-law about how this particular iteration of Zelda has, like, actually helped me appreciate pretty much every other Zelda in the series, mm. like, role and, like, <laughs> their whatever. Right. Other, you know, my favorite Zelda in the series prior to this one, I mean, is the Skyward Sword Zelda. She's my favorite. Right. Um, I don't know. I, it's, there's no logical reason. <laughs> okay. It's not a hate. It's just, it's not just, it's never really jived with the character. Wow, deep, not... deep shade for Zelda, okay. <laughs> Which is so weird because like one of my favorite like Smash characters to play as is Sheik. So, um yeah. So go with that. Uh Dak, what about you? What do you think of that that theory? Do you think Well like... <laughs> I mean I, I think it's pretty unlikely against but... Zelda or anything. <laughs> um I think it was more so right. just like kind of opening up gameplay opportunities like if you bring zelda in as another character you can play as 
You have the opportunity to have some like more magic based gameplay, the opportunity to change into Sheik, who could do more of the stealth and like different projectile stuff. Like, I think it just opens up like the game is so much a sandbox type of game that it would make sense to me that you could open that up even more by having different playable characters throughout. Mm. Um, your theory, Andy, I, I, I hate to break it to you, but at least I, I'm a gambling man. I'm going to wager that she's not playable in any extent, and that's probably not going to happen. Because even if that was the case, I think they would still advertise that, even if she's playable in small playable sections. And I, I think I you're right, like, just to be clear. I think you're 100% yeah, right. Yeah, and I do like those kind of sections. I don't think it would work for this kind of game, this kind of open, like non-linear, in many ways type of game, whereas Paper Mario is... For the mm. most part, pretty linear, like chapter by chapter, a mission based kind of game. Like, yeah, it's a lot easier to fit in these like pre like planned segments as opposed to a game like Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. So it would be cool. And yeah, it's not something that would be game breaking. Like, oh, she's not playable. I'm not getting this crap. But yeah. like, <laughs> it's more so just like it would be such a really cool opportunity. I would have loved to have seen how creative they could have gone with it to like how they would swap on the fly like how would they integrate them like how would these characters play differently like would they move faster or slower like what abilities would they have how would those abilities interact with link's other gadgets that he gets like all yeah. that kind of stuff like just multiplies the potential things you can do in the game which for a sandbox type of of, of game makes a lot of sense so i would have liked them to go in that direction it's fine that they didn't but i think it would have been a really cool and i think not even just for a breath of the wild type of game but i think zelda in general mm. i think would be a cool evolution for for that there have been so many zelda games zelda has been part of them but never really playable um i think it's different for metroid where like i still want more adventures just as samus whereas for this one like i would like to see a little bit more of maybe zelda getting in there and getting her hands dirty something like that that would be fun instead of like the over and over link has to save zelda again from Ganondorf, yeah. like I feel like we're kind of beyond that a little bit. It's nothing entirely wrong with that, but like it'd be cool to get Zelda fighting alongside Link. Like that'd be awesome to take down Ganondorf. I'd like instead of that happening in just a cutscene at the end of the game. I don't know. So not game breaking or like destroys a purchase opportunity for me, but a missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I, and I and I think like we're trending in that direction too. Like every spinoff has Zelda pretty much as a playable character now. It feels like it's inevitable yeah. that it'll probably happen so it seemed like this would have been a good opportunity for that to happen um i yeah i uh it, it is too bad i mean i i would be with you i i feel like if it hasn't been announced by now chances are very 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 unlikely but uh, who knows maybe i they would could... bet that if i was a betting man and i am i'm gonna say that <laughs> i, I want to put five on it Andy. oh no i i couldn't in good conscience bet Unless it was like a ten thousand to to one return, I'd put I'd put five on that. Okay. I'd like, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe DLC. Who knows? So the other thing, I don't know how closely you guys have been following this, but um, a lot of people kind of kind of could you know we've convinced ourselves that there's gonna be some kind of element of time travel, maybe like a a Zelda verse kind of jumping, hopping, skipping around. You see Link and Zelda both in like these kind of like uh, Fred Flintstone s kind of clothes in the in the trailers and stuff like that. Is that something that excites you guys? Would that be enough to kind of, you know, differentiate this from Breath of the Wild for you? Or is that just kind of, eh? And Lilith, we'll start with you. It's not so much that it doesn't, it like, unexcites me. It's just like, it's like, oh my gosh, no, not another, like, timeline possibility split thing. I'm just like, please, no, we've already messed with... Did you, with ever, the... did you ever play Age of Calamity, by the way? No. Okay, I, I, I won't it, even touch that. No, I, ha I haven't, I haven't... 
I had the courage to play it yet. Yeah. I have it though. <laughs> I mean, it's. I mean, it sounds like from everything I've seen, it seems like the time travel is going to be pretty much. It's not. It's not solidified and confirmed or whatever, but it just seems so likely from everything that I've seen and everything that. I see in like different like parts of the last trailer, especially, and mm. then going back and comparing different things from the other trailers and trying to like piece things together. It just, I don't know, but I also don't want to like guess too much because that's how you get, you know, down the wrong rabbit hole, and that's not. But I mean, I guess that's part of the fun. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, is that a selling point for you? Something you're interested in? Something to give it a little bit of a more unique, make it a little bit more Tears of the Kingdom, a little bit less Breath of the Wild two, if that makes sense. I feel like it gives a... Oh, are you talking to me? No, no, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Uh, both of you, yeah. No, yeah. go ahead. I feel like it absolutely gives it more of a story-driven hmm. direction, maybe. Um, it's it's still pretty loose, but I mean, if, I feel like it, it definitely... This last trailer with the whole... The idea with the time travel definitely drives it to more of like a story-driven thing, and that's a lot of thing... That's a thing that a lot of people want. Right. Um. So... All right, same question to you, Deck. Yeah, I don't know. Um, on one, it certainly isn't like it's not repulsive to me, and I'm not like I know the Zelda timeline is all broken up already, but I don't have like a I'm not like a purist. Like if they want to mess with that timeline even more, like go for it. Yeah. I don't want them to do that to Metroid, but with Zelda, like <laughs> break that bad boy open. Um, yeah. So it, I, I'm almost feeling like I gotta go to like full Spider Verse and like I want to see all the different links come together and our fight and like they just converge the timelines into one. No, that would be awesome actually. And just get like ridiculous. I think as it is, like I just again nothing I've really seen has been like ooh I that really got to jump in on this and change things. The time time travel stuff is cool. I think I just need like the the core element of the. I still don't get what the actual story is. I wish I that. I wish that core element was given to me. Like, other than, I guess, saving Zelda. But, like, from what? Like, from falling into a pit? From Ganondorf's, like, luscious long locks? Like, beautiful hair? Like, I wish I had a little bit more concreteness to it. Hmm. Uh, the time travel stuff is fun, though. I, I wish that they were going hard. I wish they were leaning more into it, maybe. If that's, I mm-hmm. guess, an answer. Like, I wish they were going cr- crazier and wilder with it. And... I don't know, but maybe like that would be a turnoff for some people. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I guess, you know, we'll we'll see. We don't have that long to wait, so we'll we'll have to, to take what they've given us, which still isn't a whole lot. Although I, I will say it, the last trailer, it did get me. It finally got me to the point where I'm like super, super stoked. I mean, you guys know me. I'm a massive hardcore Zelda fan. So like just to. To have it take that long, I feel like was concerning for me. Like I feel like any time a new Zelda is announced, I should be like, "Oh yeah!" Like right away. So I, I was a little bit concerned. I, I feel like I'm I'm back on the right track now, though, and and pretty excited for this to come out. Uh, I'm gonna throw some general Zelda questions at you guys now, just uh, <laughs> okay. just just to answer. So let's let's go, Dak. What is your favorite side quest from Majora's Mask? In favorite mask too. I'll lump those two together. Oof. Wow, that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, so favorite side quest, what the UFO one, the alien farm. Yeah. So that one, that one's really good. And then favorite mask. Wow, I, I should actually. 
Here, you know what? I'll I, I got one for Lilith while while you do yeah, that. Yeah, let me look up all the masks again. Real okay, quick. so do your turn to be put on the spot, Lil. Okay, so Ocarina of Time, your favorite dungeon, or your your favorite game rather. I was gonna ask what your favorite dungeon was in that game, then I'm gonna tell you my favorite as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. What say you? Uh, uh probably Shadow. I'm really? Sure. Okay. You know what? It's weird. At Zelda Dungeon, uh, Mossy is the the uh, the bloke who owns this site. He he doesn't really think very highly of the Shadow Temple, and and I don't know exactly why. But uh, I I would actually say that. So my favorite is the Forest Temple, and I that's my favorite dungeon, like basically ever in the entire series. And the music is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the first person I've seen say the Shadow Temple. What what about it? Just kind of does it just the vibe of it in general? It absolutely scared me. <laughs> and I and I and I like that, and it still freaks me out. And I like the lore implications behind it, mm-hmm. and just the general vibe. Right. Uh, okay. What's your favorite mask? Uh, so the reason why I want to look them up because obviously like, I don't want to be like the fierce deity mask is like my favorite. Oh yeah, yeah that, really that doesn't mask. count. Um, I really like that mask of truth. Um, that one is just so dope looking. Um, and then also the, what was it? The captain's hat. Yeah. That one looks really goofy when it's on Link's head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one's really funny. Um, obviously like the bunny hoods could good too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then John Jiro's mask, the, the frog mask. Yeah. But I would say probably the, the mask of truth. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just reading off a list of, of just daily debates here. So just rapid fire questions. If you guys need more time, okay. let me know. Lilith. And, and Dak, you can answer this one too, actually. But uh, I, I think you're a slightly bigger Zelda fan, Lil. So we'll start with you. How does Tears of the Kingdom compare to... Actually, let me rephrase this question to make it a little bit more simple. What's the most excited you've ever been for a new Zelda game coming out? And I guess, how would Tears of the Kingdom compare to that? And maybe just to give you guys an opportunity, I'll, I'll start first. So, like... Breath of the Wild for me, like, was that game. Like, I, I don't think I've ever been more excited for like a game to come out ever. And and because like it was like such a reimagining of the series, it had like the the new Nintendo system that was you know gonna save Nintendo from the dark days of the Wii U. And like, it, there seemed to be a lot riding on this game. And like, um, it it was kind of like the last hope of Nintendo in a lot of ways. And I feel like it like it and it was so mysterious in that it was announced and then delayed and then like. It, I don't know, it kind of took on the, this life of its own. So, like, I was so, so pumped for, for Breath of the Wild. And, and obviously, Tears of the Kingdom hasn't really come close to that for me. What would you say the most excited that you've ever been for a new Zelda game coming out was? Hmm, that's tough. There's a couple contenders. Um, okay. I would probably have to say Twilight Princess. Um, I went to uh, Comic-Con in San Diego, and I actually got to uh, test it. I got, like, a, I got to have a couple of little, like, little coins that have, like, Wolf Link and the logo oh. on the back. Yeah, and I, I got to test the, um, the bridge fight with, with, the, with the boss guy mm-hmm. on the back of the pig. Yeah. And it was just so cool, and I was so absolutely stoked for that game after playtesting that. Um... Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, it kind of it compares. I mean, it, I guess because that's kind of maybe, I don't know, like, 
my love for Zelda has only, I guess, compounded over the years. So I mean, right. yeah, I'm so for Tears of the Kingdom, but I don't think every, anything will ever match that. That was that was really cool. So I remember. Yeah. This is how old I am. I remember watching in 2004 when when the first Twilight Princess trailer was like released mm-hmm. with the, like the super sick music is like mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings and like the shields will mm-hmm. shatter and, and that was so cool. I was so hyped for that game, yes. which is ironic because it's actually it's not one of my favorite Zelda games now. But uh, I remember that that trailer is one of the greatest like moments I think in Zelda like ever. Like even though it's so short, it was so awesome. But uh, same same question to you, Dak. Well, y'all took all my answers. Yeah, it was the lead <laughs> up to, to Twilight Princess because I mean, Majora's Mask my favorite Zelda, and I loved Wind Waker. But when they kind of like announced, well, like when Zelda's kind of going back to like that darker, like moodier aesthetic, I was super excited yeah. for that. Oh, and Twilight Princess felt like it had that like Majora's Mask like feeling and aesthetic to it, but also like brought like the Ocarina of Time like kind of feeling of like mm-hmm. just scale and like the general like vision I think of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited on that part. The trailer you mentioned, Andy. I mean, all the E3 coverage over the years for for Twilight Princess, even after it got delayed and all that. Um, and I ended up loving the game too. So like, it's one of my favorite Zelda games. That lead-in, I think, was just something else. I loved um, like all the anticipation for Twilight Princess. Probably the one Zelda game I think I was actually anticipating. I think overall, aside from Breath of the Wild because I wasn't old enough to really look forward to Majora's Mask or Ocarina of yeah. Time. W- uh, Wind Waker, I kind of was, but it just came out, and I also enjoyed it. Uh, same with the DS games, I guess. Like, I enjoyed those, but Super didn't, like, anticipate them. Um, Twilight Princess was the first and real only game I would really look forward to, like, as mm-hmm. a... That was, like, kind of, like, my peak, or, like, closer to my peak in terms of, like, interest in Zelda until Breath of the Wild. Um, and then the only other time that came close was, I guess it wasn't anticipation of a particular game, but Andy, I've mentioned this, I think, on the Discord before, but you remember that, like, Zelda tech demo from E3 2011, the yeah. Wii U? Yeah. That got me super excited because I was like, wow, this is the I want this Zelda game. I want this to come out. Um, and then it never did. Um, and instead, we got Skyward Sword, which was, you know, and then... We never got a game like that, and I was that I was excited about a game that looked like that. And we still I, I think that came it. out after Skyward Sword, but your point is taken. Yes, we. Well, that, well, that was a second was tech demo. Maybe it was maybe it was 2014 that year it came it, out. Whatever um, it was, it was showing off what the Wii U could do. I remember that because uh, Link yeah, was playing Yeah, maybe Skyward Goma. Sword did come out before yeah. that, but um, but either way, like I wish we had gotten a yeah. Zelda like that. Um, cause I didn't anticipate Skyward Sword because I was one of those like I don't want to play games with motion controls mm-hmm. unless it's like a fun party game so that game didn't uh, you know entice me but i wanted a game like that so i was excited but it didn't match to it right um and then i guess for terms of tears of the kingdom it was definitely more looking forward to um uh twilight princess but i was also i mean i was 20 years ago you know like i was like a kid growing up like mm-hmm. I, I was excited for probably every game more than i am for any game now yeah um, nostalgia but... now at this point yeah exactly mm-hmm. like there there are very very few games these days that get me excited the way like games used to get me excited in general back mm-hmm. then but that's just like that's growing up um so it is what it is but it i mean i'm i'm somewhat excited but no twilight I, princess clears for sure i remember being being a young lad when uh when wind waker was announced um 
and like being on like internet like message boards like defending the the graphics to like all the like the Xbox guys are like this sucks like what is this kids garbage yeah and I was like this is gonna be so good what are you talking about you don't know anything like I I was one of those kids that was that was defending the honor of Wind Waker which is also ironic because it's also not I say it's not one of my favorite Zelda games and it's not but like I still love it dearly like it's a top GameCube game for me but like in, comparatively speaking to some other Zelda games, it's, it's a little bit lower, but um, yeah, I, that's that brings me back to the release of uh, The Wind Waker. Um, okay, moving on. This is another question for both of you. Dak, let's start with you. And not to, mm-hmm. not to you know, not to be too Debbie Downer, but I think it's an interesting question. Like, what what is a Zelda game that you just did not, did not enjoy? You tried it, you were just like, ugh. This I feel is like not I come on me. this show to like give negative opinions about <laughs> Zelda. I feel bad. Um, I feel like I know what, your answer, and it, it already pains I, me. Skyward Sword, yeah, Ugh. Skyward Sword for sure. Um, the motion controls definitely kept me away from that. And then like that one bad E three they had, I was like, this game looks like a joke. Um, and you, it, you never and get also, a second chance to make a first impression. You don't. And I think what also put me off like the character designs, I think, are horrendously ugly. Um, I think the game in general just looks kind of very drab and blah and don't like how it looks. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I will admit I've never really given the game a solid chance, but everything I've seen from it does not like entice me to uh, jump in. And for that reason, I've uh, been a, a pretty... I mean, it, does, it look, doesn't look like a horrible game, but just something I've never really been eager to try. I should probably get around to playing it, I guess. You should try HD, because you don't have to use motion in that game, and you can use your the the other joystick as, as you move it around with the sword instead of like you know waving and bobbing your uh, yeah. Your I should give I should give it a try and and, and give. I mean, it's not going to be like a horrendously yeah. bad game, which I know. I just you know never gave is, it a chance. This is completely off topic. It just popped in my head. I thought I'd bring it up. I w- so after the Mario movie, I was like. I want to play Super Mario Galaxy. So I, I fired up uh, 3D All-Stars. And I was having a heck of a time playing it on on the Switch with, like, um, in handheld mode. Because, like, you need to be touching the screen in order to, like, move a little bit. I don't know if you guys have ever tried playing it. But, like, I think Mario Galaxy is one of the most fun games ever made. And it, it, it wasn't hitting the same on the Switch for me. I don't know if you guys have had the chance to play it on the Switch or not. But it's, uh, I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me, which is, which is really too bad. Hmm. I haven't. Uh, I have the 3D collection, but I haven't played Galaxy specifically yet. I, yeah, I'd never, I'd never played it uh, until a couple days ago either. But anyway, so Lilith, same question to you. What's what's a Zelda game you tried? Not for you. Hmm. Zelda game I tried that's not for me. Um. Quite honestly, at first, I hated Majora's Mask. Like the the okay. save system absolutely drove me insane. And I just, it just gave me so much anxiety. But I mean, now that I'm older, I can appreciate that. And it's one of my favorite games. Right. So when I first tried it, I hated it. And I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say I love it. It still gives me anxiety, but yeah, probably not the same as Jorah's Mask, which is really sad because it's a great game and it's amazing, but it's just, I like to take my time. (laughs) I am surprised, Dak, that, that. Major, not that I'm surprised that Majora's Mask was your first Zelda, because I mean your first Zelda is whatever it is, but like 
I, I would say that I, I think that Majora's Mask is not the most, like, accessible Zelda game to start off with. Oh, it's so good. It's such uh, oh, a good I, game, and, and I love though. it. I love it. It is, and it is fantastic. But, like, I think the natural progression is, like, like Ocarina of Time, you mentioned it's kind of a straightforward adventure, which is, like, I think most people would, like, for example, I tr- I've been trying to get my wife into Zelda for, forever. So I made her play Ocarina of Time, and she did. And, she, you know, it's pretty straightforward, and she liked it. And we tried to play Majora's Mask, and and she was just like, "I don't get it. This this save system is confusing. No, not for me." Yeah, I mean, I think you have to think of it in the context of not just Zelda, but the entire like N sixty four library at the time. Because when I was playing Majora's Mask, I was also playing Super Mario sixty four, Donkey Kong sixty four, Banjo Kazooie, etc. These right. are big adventure games that like I can take my time and do whatever I want at my own pace for the most part. Um, so when this game came around. I that like the hook of it having like this time limit and it's so being like based on time management was not only unique, but I felt like I was looking for a different kind of mm-hmm. like that kind of gameplay aspect. Like if it was like Ocarina of Time wasn't as interesting to me because I was like I could go at my own pace and like, you know, dilly dally and whatever. Whereas Majora's Mask, I thought was so interesting because it had that looming threat of you got it. You can you can explore, but you have a time limit and you can do things to got around that time limit which made the game even more interesting because you can slow down time or do whatever you can to like work around and when you reset things on Mm. your saves that stuff was really fascinating to me that's why it stuck with me because it has that aside from the fact that it was also compounded by having such a unique and like creepy aesthetic that it had such a dynamic and different gameplay element to it on top of the fundamental you know what works in zelda it makes it such a unique and awesome experience that I feel like just so far no Zelda game has really matched to me. And I think it was just a it would just so happen that that was my first game. But I think when you look at it in a when you look at it by itself, yeah, it's not an accessible game. But when you look at it against all the other N64 games that existed, if you're someone who is already familiar with, you know, big adventure games on the N64, like 3D platformers, 3D adventure games. Getting right. into Majora's Mask isn't as daunting, whereas if Majora's Mask your first N64 game, let alone your first Zelda game, yeah, it's probably a pretty daunting venture to get in for the first time. Right. I, I think that's fair. Um, it just, yeah, I, I think that's not, it, it's it's the hard path. It's kind of like taking Charmander instead of Bulbasaur at the, when you pick your first Pokemon. It's it's harder, but when you get yeah, there, it's fun. rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, here's a question again. Well, Lil, if you were going to say something real quick, were you going to? jump in there sorry oh i'm sorry i cut you off go ahead oh no i think um the the you saying that if it's like your first n64 game it doesn't seem accessible that makes a lot of sense because the first time i played it was on the gamecube mm-hmm. um and so the it, the save system just it was just it, and i guess i guess technically ocarina was my first one but um right. It was so much more straightforward and easier to, and it was more accessible. So I guess that makes yeah. a little that made, that just kind of clicks a little bit of things in my brain. So I I had it where I was like kind of on an extra time limit because I I never owned uh, Majora's Mask for the N sixty four until later. So I I rented it from oh, wow. a, a Blockbuster or something, which I also had to rent the expansion pass as well for my N sixty four. And eventually <laughs> I just. Oh no! You know what? Maybe I take that back. I think I had an expansion pass because I bought it for Perfect Dark. But uh, yeah, either it comes way, with a couple of games. Yeah. Yeah, but either, so either way, I was like, it's like I got to beat this fast. I got to get it back in like seven days. So like that that also did add to the tension. And mm-hmm. you're right. You you 
Yeah, you, you cannot replicate the atmosphere of Majora's Mask. It's never been done since. It's, it's never been done before. I'm surprised neither one of you guys said Zelda 2, though, for the NES. Maybe you just haven't played it. That's I don't probably, think I've played it. Well, I can't <laughs> play it. Uh, Allison no, is not uh, not a fan of that one. Uh, for my part, Triforce Heroes. Blech. Blech. Not my favorite. Um, okay, here's a co- another question for both of you. Lilith, you go first. Uh, you know, we we had a we had a little bit of a downer question. How about a positive one? What do you think of Tears of the Kingdom's main theme, as we've heard it so far, comparatively speaking, to some other main themes that we've heard in Zelda? I mean, kind of like the music and stuff like that, or just like the overall theme of like the game, the feeling. Yeah, yeah, like the like the music, like the I'm a here I go do 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 like that theme. What do you think yeah, about no, that? Absolutely, it's just it feels a lot. It, it's very. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's reminiscent of Twilight Princess to me. It feels a little Twilight Princessy and very kind of grand and, like, okay. big and, you know, <laughs> adventure and exciting. And I like the music, and it's and I could not say that for Breath of the Wild. I did not like Breath of the Wild's music. It, I mean, you know, or lack thereof. Right. Um, so, yes, I'm excited. Uh, what, what say you, Dak? I I really like the music overall from what I've heard. I don't I'm trying to pin down what the main theme is. So I'm, I quickly I'm on YouTube listening um to what this is telling what what YouTube is telling me is the main theme. Um I mean, I was kind of hinting on this kind of earlier with like adding the saxophones and like you have mm-hmm. kind of like the mm. like eastern like Japanese and Chinese elements to it and it has like just a nice like mixture of all these different kinds of elements and also like Wilt said it's very exciting mm-hmm. I really like Beth of the Wild's music personally um, but it does have this kind of element of excitement and like what's next in this adventure that I feel like Breath of the Wild didn't always have mm-hmm. and um, yeah I mean I think the, the music is absolutely beautiful I love these live orchestral kind of performance type mm-hmm. soundtracks it's absolutely amazing i would love i wish metroid would get something like this or have more elements like this um it's it's absolutely gonna knock it out of the park and for someone who would would want to turn to who would want to mute the trailer because of the voice acting i have to <laughs> i can't mute it because the music is 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 stellar so um yeah i love the main theme I, in terms of against other Zelda themes, I think it's right up there with like one of the better ones. I, I'm, to be honest, I can't like quickly cycle through all of them in my head real quick. Um, but I mean, Zelda has m- great music. I feel like in every single game, it's almost like it's hard to be like, is this better or worse than mm-hmm. some of these other ones? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's maybe why I judge Breath of the Wild music so harshly is it it was more atmospheric to the whole vibe of the game it's not yeah. entirely you know the fact that it's it's not it's not bad music it's just it's not everything was infected with big you know orchestral mm-hmm. or yeah. you know thematic like everything had a different it, it was just more you just you know i don't know like i I'll, I'll admit i've listened to like tracks to go to sleep so yeah, yeah, well i i think you nailed it it was just like a a different kind of music i i actually it took me a long time to get around to the music of breath of the wild as well like I, when I, my first playthrough i was just kind of like uh like it's yeah kind of just like uh I, it's very minimalist yeah and ambient. i was like where's like the where's the whimsical kokiri forest or like the bombastic Farron woods or something and it was just kind of mm-hmm. very silent but but i kind of did eventually get around to it and there is like a there's a lot of really great tracks there uh once mm-hmm. you kind of dig into it but it, it is it was a very different style and it did 
take a while to adjust, I thought. Well, that's what I'm kind of hoping for Tears of the Kingdom is that it keeps what Breath of the Wild did well, but also adds those yeah. big tracks that you're looking for on top of that, which I feel like Breath of the Wild was missing. And it seems like Tears of the Kingdom is going to yeah. address that, which I think makes sense, too, because story-wise, it seems like it's ramping up to, to many degrees. So it's going to have more of those elements. So that's exciting. Um, I really like the... Uh like the breakdown at the end of the main theme where it, it, it almost like sounds like it plays in reverse a little bit. It, I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's like, it, it, this was the music too that played in the original, original like 2019 reveal of Breath of the Wild 2. And it's, it's very creepy, very atmospheric. Actually, it kind of reminds me of Majora's Mask in a way where it's just, there's something not quite right about it. And I, I was pretty excited when I heard that music and I, and I still get excited every time I hear it kind of break down in the trailer. So uh, I, yeah, I, I think this main theme, you guys touch on it. Sounds it just sounds grand. It sounds like you know you're soaring through the skies, and it, it sounds like it's going to be a fun adventure. So, um, I I think that uh, I'm really excited to hear like the new music in Tears of the Kingdom because um, now I feel like I'm in a better place to appreciate that style of music that it's. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to have that Breath of the Wild has as well um, when it comes out. So, uh, okay. So so last question for both of you here, and uh, and I guess I'll phrase it like this. What, what, what would like make Tears of the Kingdom for you guys like worth the wait? Or maybe, maybe a better way to put this is like, what would make it like an awesome Zelda game that stands on its own and is not just the sequel to Breath of the Wild so far from what you've seen? Which is kind of a loaded question. I know we we bandied about a bunch of theories, um, talked about a bunch of different stuff. But like, what could this game do? Like for, for you, Dak, we'll start with you. To like sell you be like okay like I was wrong this game is like ten out of ten top tier like what what does it have to do to achieve that for you or is there anything it can do to achieve that? Yeah, um, I mean there's certainly things it could do. If there was some gameplay feature that hasn't been shown yet, that's just like crazy innovative. Yeah, for sure. Um, I kind of wish, I wish the the because I guess we're going back to the same like. Hyrule or whatever that like Breath of the Wild takes place in. I really wish it felt like a new land, a new place. Mm. The sky like land or sky I don't know what they call them. Um Sky Islands. Calling them sky Islands, yeah. yeah. They they I wish they were more unique and abstract and like they took some more risks with that because they kind of just look like they took chunks of the land below and just copy and pasted them above it. Mm. And I I would love if they would show like some really crazy stuff. Um, Lilith, you touched on this dungeons. I 100% agree. Breath of the Wild was also dungeons were super weak. If they came out and showed these sick, awesome dungeons that are super unique, had awesome mechanics, weren't didn't feel copy and paste, like were really cha- like were challenging and had some different like things you can get in them, awesome bosses like that. That could be enough for me for sure. Um, and and maybe if they really just showed more of the story that was more compelling to me. Like, there's definitely a lot of ways that they could really sell it to me more so. They just haven't... It's so close to, like, it just needs that, like, X Factor. It just hasn't hit yeah. me with yet. Like, maybe, like, the bosses. I would love to see more boss battle gameplay. Maybe some of that. Um, they showed that awesome 
uh, three-headed dragon thing. Like I wish I saw Gleok. that. That's Gleok yeah. from the NES game. Say, Gleok. Oh. <laughs> like I don't know who that is. I saw that and I was like, oh look, the dragon has uh, spider <laughs> ball tracks on it. Um, that's fun. I, okay, yeah, literally. I know like, to deal with this. <laughs> I know how to take this thing out. Yeah, but like, there are so many Crossover ways. Episode. There are so many ways that it could definitely hit that like must-haveness for me in like story gameplay um general structure of the game it just hasn't hit that for me just yet right nearly there uh what do you think lilith what what does tears of the kingdom have to do to be like the game and and obviously like i think we we can all agree it'll probably be really good it'll probably even be great in in many aspects but like there is a difference i think in zelda with with like a really great game and like the top tier top echelon games like what does it have to do to be like the top for you So my first gut reaction is just like totally out of left field. It's like bring back the Twilight. Um, that was like okay. the first thing I ever wanted when I first saw that first trailer. I'm just like, oh my gosh, they're back with the backward. The way that like the speech you heard, that I was just like, that totally sounded like Midna. Listen, I but, don't think you're alone in that, by the way. Yeah, I yeah no. Um, but um, I'd like like a restructuring of the whole the the divine whatever just you know bring back like the sages bring back just give us like a nice meaty story mm. you know with some good dungeons um mm. i i just i want some guy i want some good lore i want some good plot i want some good I dungeons agree. that's what it needs like breath of the wild like it just it didn't have like a good like to me story or like plot like it felt so empty in that way it's just, everything was vague you know everything's vague and like flashbacks and and mm-hmm. just like give me a nice active story like majora's mask was so captivating like there's a moon about to crash on you like there's a guy floating around like it was so active and like in your face and stuff happened it was awesome and it was so different and uh, yeah I, w- I wish this game was like full forward and like giving us a really awesome unique original story I hope it does. I hope it does too, and I and I still think it could. Like I, I they've been very, very intentionally vague with the the marketing mm-hmm. of this game, uh, which, which is frustrating now. Certainly, I've been I man for for months on this show. I've just kind of been like with my fists towards the clouds uh, about what we know, or or rather, what we don't know about this game. But um, I, I think that they still they could pull it off, and I think that like for me, like kind of kind of like what you guys said, like okay. Let's bring back some dungeons and like, they don't have to be traditional dungeons in the sense of the word, but like maybe, maybe a couple structures that are reminiscent of what Hyrule Castle was like in Breath of the Wild. Like we have like four or five or six of those around, like with dungeon items in them. Like, okay, we have bosses. Okay. That sounds good. And I, and I thought the last, the last trailer was encouraging because there was that big insect thing that certainly looked like a Zelda boss to me. Um, you know, a really captivating story. Like, okay, like let's, you know, this is, this is what I want. And I think we're veering towards that as well. And the thing that I'm not entirely sold on yet is like I want like a a new captivating world to explore, and and that's kind of why we've hung our hat mm. on this time travel thing. Because like I think if I think if there's time travel or like a different Zelda verse or something, you're gonna get a little bit of, of freshness. Because I, I I think you're right. Like the Sky Islands weren't enough for me to be like okay, like this feels completely different. Because they they kind of did look like more of the same, just like in the sky. So I guess we'll see yeah. We're we're close. Like some locations, like there's that like 
tent camp in the trailer and like some places look a little different but it almost feels to me like some of the like the key locations might be different but like the general land is gonna be yeah kind of the same and like that doesn't like really excite me like i don't have a problem with the sequel looking similar or being on the same engine and whatnot but it would be kind of like it'd be like playing halo one and then halo two all the missions are different things happening but through the exact same locations from the first game like that would suck i want to play through new areas and like meet new characters and we're getting new characters we're getting some new areas but like the general land looks the same and like yeah like i i already walked through that patch of grass back in 2017 like what do you got for me now (laughs) um so we'll see we will see um okay well thank you guys for uh for coming on the show with me and for for filling in for allison and al we we hope you're having a heck of a time over in scotland uh, so if you did not know, you, obviously, I'm sure everybody knows because I shill it every single week here on this show, but we are all part of Omega Metroid. Uh, OmegaMetroid.com has the Omega Metroid podcast. It has walkthroughs. It has merch. It has a Patreon. It has uh, a new theme song that we just got uh, made for us from our pal Duminal. It has so much going on that, uh, you know, if you're if you're into Metroid, check us out and give us a listen. And uh, if you... You know, if you uh, if you're not into Metroid, you should check us out anyways. Give us a listen, because um, we're all, we're also just a couple you know a couple Zelda fans here as well. So uh, yeah, this was really fun to talk about Zelda with you guys. We've we've kind of you know talked here and there before, but never like a full blown episode. So yeah, thanks for coming on with me today. Absolutely, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having us for sure. And and I mean, I'm still looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom. I'm looking forward to giving it a try eventually, and and hope it's a fun, exciting game. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it's it's crazy that it's actually pretty much right around the corner. So I know, I'm hungry like, all the feel real, but it's like, Not really. It it's just like, oh well. Wow. Like we've been waiting game. for so long. It's like, yeah. oh I guess it's actually here now. Okay. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you went from like knowing nothing, not even the name, until all of a sudden it's out in like three weeks. So uh how weird we called it Breath of the Wild 2 for so long. I, I hated I hated that. God, I hated that. Like, Come on. Like just yeah. give us a time. I liked Breath of the Wild too, but I well, Andy, what do you think of Tears of the Kingdom? I don't think I've ever actually asked you about what do you think about the name. Um, I thought it was okay. Like, uh, I mean, that's the thing about Zelda titles is like, I guess some of them sound inherently cooler than others. Like Majora's Mask, like that's a cool sounding title, or like I thought Twilight Princess like has a cool sounding title. Um, but I I think that like actually even Breath of the Wild when I heard that I was like Wind that, Waker, that, really, that really fits. But like Ocarina like Wind Waker. Well, both Wind of those. Waker is dope. No, like both of those, what? it's just kind of like, okay, like uh, th- that's fine. But like you kind of just grow into them, right? Like it's just you, you kind of accept them for for what they I are. Don't know. You're the guy who thinks Super Metroid is not a good title, which just is baffling to me. So because it's not, it's person. not uniform. Exactly. That's why it's good. <laughs> no, it's it, should, it should be called Metroid. Everything needs something. to be the same. It can't be different. It has to be the same. It is the Sorry, only outlaw. And, and also, they should not call it Metroid Prime 4. They should call it Metroid Prime something. And I wouldn't have even had Prime show up in Echoes. I would have just called God. that game Thank God you're not Metroid Echoes. In charge of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that would have been great. All right. Well, uh,. I'll, well, I was good. I have to say goodbye to you guys. I'll say goodbye to you, Lola Tack. I'll see you in like two hours. Um, but yeah, two thanks. Two hours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we are gonna get out of here. Uh, check us out uh, over on Twitter. We're at ZeldaCast at Spateri316. Lilith is at Lilith with three L's. Dak is at Dak City underscore. And uh, check out Omega Metroid. Uh, we're at uh, Omega Metroid Pod over on Twitter. 
check it out while you still can. Who knows how much longer Twitter will be around these days. So, uh, like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Recommend us to that Zelda fan in your life. We're going to be back next week. Me and Gooey Fame are taking over the show. So, we have, uh, we have a lot to talk about. Our pal Gooey just finished Super Metroid for the first time, by the way. He messaged me this morning. Wow. So, excited to get his thoughts yeah, on that. Achievement. Yeah, there we go. Uh, okay, everybody, until next week, take care.